time circuit talk. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the clog, issue number 76. Who is the goat? And as always, I'm Grin. And I'm Ian. And this is the clog. Yes, you heard it here right first, folks. Who is the goat? The greatest of all time. The reason we're talking about this is because there's always been a debate. In, 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 in basketball, there's always been a yeah. debate. Who's the goat? Mm-hmm. LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. All right, so Michael. Magic, 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 we're looking at today as the greatest of all time in wrestling. Yes. Who is your greatest of all time wrestler? Well, sound off below, guy. Sound off in the comment section of this podcast, wherever you may listen to it. Tell us what you think, especially on YouTube. Tell us who you, if you guys agree or disagree, or who you guys think should have been on this list who we left out. Yes. So we're going to start off with, we're going to start with the biggest one, and then go down to the smallest. Yes. So we're going to start with. Stables. Great. Who is the goat, Ian? In your definition. Well, before before we start this, let's actually go back and let's re- say, redefine why we chose who we did. Yeah. Well, our criteria. Yes. Criteria is one they have to revolutionize. They would have had to revolutionize the sport of wrestling. Yes, they would have to revolutionize the sport of wrestling. Yeah. They would have to do something that was so iconic for them. Yeah. Or, or it was so iconic that you, you you can't think of anyone else in that same light. Oh, and then three, we go championships yes. from there. So, with that, those are our three criteria. Ian, yes. number one, we're going stables. Okay. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest of all time and why? Oh, God. Stables? Yes. Two come to my mind. I want to see if, if one of the two... NWO. I, okay. That is one of the ones I came with. Why? They just changed the way wrestling was in the 90s. It, I mean, ad, it was did. the Attitude Era. They did. They made it more real. Yeah. And I, I honestly have to agree with that. They revolutionized what it meant to be a stable. Yes. yes they grew far exceedingly far beyond what they should have. Oh, yeah. They should have had at least had one person... In each of the categories, so they needed one in TV, one in U.S., the tag team, the world heavyweight champion, a cruiserweight, and a women's. So about seven to eight people. Yes. That would have been a perfect size, stable size. Yes. Seven people and a manager. So yeah, that would have been a perfect size. They just got too big for their own good. Yeah. But look at today. They revolutionized the sport because we got groups like the Bullet Club. Yes. We've had Aces and Eights on TNA. We've had yes. the main event mafia in TNA. <coughs> well, we had D Generation X yeah. spawning from this in the WWE. That, that was we, my close number two. Oh, that was your close number two. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you see, because of all that, 
Yeah, because of the NWO, we got it all that. However, the NWO wasn't my number one. Okay. My number one is by far one of the greatest stables of all time. The one that probably classified the term stable. Yes. The Four Horsemen. Yeah. 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 You had four of the best wrestlers there at the time. You had Ric Flair. You had the Anderson brothers of Ollie and Arn Anderson. Yes. And you had Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Yeah. You had the four greatest wrestlers of all time right there together. Yes. You, you, you don't get much. That's a stable. Exactly. We, a uh, stable similar to that would have been Evolution. Yeah. Evolution was kind of that same mentality of a stable. Evolution's a mystery. Hey, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Which we we talked about last couple weeks ago episode where we did the quest to be the best. Yes. Well, we had Randy, we had Triple H, and we had Ric Flair in that one. So, so going from a stable, we go down to the next tier, which would be tag team. Ian, tag team. This was a little bit trickier. Yes. There's been so many great ones. Yeah. But for me, it would have to be LOD. The Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, yeah. have to be the greatest tag team ever. There, people can make the argument that Dudley Boys should be up on that list. Yes. Dudley Boys are a close second for me. Yeah. But just because the Legion of Doom are, were so impressive, they were big guys. They were big guys who were able to do what they did in the ring. Yeah. I they were able that. to fly. Hold on. There, that's better. They were, they were able to fly. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm sorry about your ears. My shirt was ruffling in front of the mic, ah, so that's why. Yeah. So, in other words, we had the big guys who could fly, who were very agile in the ring. Yes. Look, look at their fish the doomsday device. Yeah. I don't know if that did not revolutionize what big men could do. At least a big tandem. I don't know what could. Back, well, you'll have to realize, too. They were also a dominant tag team before. Oh, yeah. Dominant, before dominant big men were even a thing. Oh, yeah. Not only that, not only were they a dominant big guys, but they were in a time where it was nothing but big guys. Oh, yeah. And it had to be. You had to, you had you had to, to be look different. a certain way. You yeah. You had to be different. Thus, their face paint. Yes. Their shoulder pads. Yes. They were originals. Demolition <laughs> copied them. Yes. And then the ascension. Yeah, and then ascension. Uh, the Brotherhood. Yeah. Go to the Cody Rhodes. Yeah. 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 But Ian, what was yours? Lod. Uh, Lod. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we might as well talk well, about the second Road greatest. Warriors, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We same. might as well talk about the second greatest one then, too. The Dudley, the Dudley Boys. Because yeah. in, in a lot of people's way, these two are interchangeable. Yeah. Some would say Dudley's because the Dudley's have held, held belts and they didn't. Yeah. But if there was no LOD or Road Warriors, there would be no Dudley Boys. Exactly. That's why we did the criteria. They paved the way for... That's why we did the criteria the way we did it, where championships that account. Yes, you can see Dudley Boys holding the NWA titles holding the WWE, WCW, ECW, the IWGP titles yeah, numerous times. TNA? Yeah. Numerous times. 
Yes, they're one of the most decorated tag teams, but if it wasn't for the Road Warriors, there would be no Dudley Boys. Exactly. There would be no big guy teams. Yeah. Even the Dudleys, even Devons, even the, those two guys are impressive for their size. Yeah. At Jody Weiss. Especially now with Bubba, with Bully Ray being Bully Ray and um, going that route in singles still. Yeah. All right. Next one down the line. Since we won tag teams, we're going greatest of all time women's wrestler, Ian. Ooh, this is going to be tough. Your turn to start. Who oh. did you choose? I'm sorry I'm putting you on the spot for this one. It's fine. It's fine. I like people on the spot. Yeah. It's always fun. God. Women? Yeah, the women's. Does it have to be a wrestler? It's someone, it's a female in the wrestling business who revolutionized what it means to be a woman in professional wrestling. Yes. So it doesn't have to be a wrestler. Okay. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Okay. Yes. Why? Well, one, I'm going to have to go with just the Helmsley-McMahon era. Okay. Or a pre-authority authority. <laughs> it's what it is. It is. It was. Reign of Terror was pre-authority yeah. authority. Yeah. But no, not, not just that. What she did with the, this current women's revolution, mm-hmm. what she is doing to also spearhead <laughs> a lot of this mm-hmm. that's going on in modern day, which a lot of older legends yeah. who are women wrestlers said we wish we were wrestling mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. this is great. Steph, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I would honestly have to say Sable. Okay. One of the great, just because here was a woman who started off as just a valet. Yes. Who was a piece of arm <coughs> eye candy. Yeah. Then she becomes a wrestler. Yeah. Becomes women's champion. Revolutionizes the business being a woman's champion. Playboy. Ooh, yeah. Um, not just Playboy, but also marrying Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's a lot older than she is. Yeah. No, who, who's a lot older than he is, I'm sorry. Yeah. But she she revolutionized it. She even said it in her Hall of Fame speech that she was one of the two women that helped Usher in the women's revolution before there was a women's revolution. Yeah. The other one was Sun, Sunny. Well, I don't. I have a close, yeah. like, 1A. Joni Lauer, China. China. China did all Oh, she, she broke so many. Uh huh. She's boundaries. a close 1A. Yeah. Her and Steph from Aaron and Sable. Same with me. Yeah. Her and Sable, it, I had to pick because <laughs> she, was a, she started off as a bodyguard. China got too good too late in her career. Yeah. Whereas Sable's was hot. Start, uh, start off on fire, and then retired. China became too hot too late. Yeah. For me. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of which, we go to managers. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is gonna be a, this has been a doozy of one for us, both of us. Yeah. Manager. Greatest manager of all time. Who is it? Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Paul Ellery for he, me. He, okay. You're going Road Warriors, Paul <laughs> Ellery. Yes. The Hall of Famer. Okay. Yes. Why? Well, because look what he did with the Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. If you had the Road Warriors on this list, you need to have the manager on this list. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Talk about here with everything. Um, with that being said, with Paul Ellering, we're that sort of manager was a manager. Yeah. And they weren't just a mouthpiece. Which yeah. brings me to the other greatest of all time, Paul Heyman. Well, I was gonna segue to that saying, without Paul Ellering, you wouldn't have Paul Heyman. No, you wouldn't. But Paul Heyman was a contemporary Paul Ellering. Yes. At the same time. Yes, you're a Paul Heyman guy? Yeah, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who, who we should say who, if it wasn't for him, there would be no managers in here? Guys like Jim Cornette. Yeah. Guys like J.J. Dillon. Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, these yeah. are guys who paved the way, who were different in their technique. But, uh, but honestly, you talk about the greatest. It's Paul Erling and Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman. No matter what. Talk with whoever you want. They'll say that. There is no close second, really. Uh-uh. Besides Cornette. Cornette is yeah. a close second to those two guys. Yeah. There's no one else. Maybe Paul Bearer. Well, Paul Bearer was, a too, it was too much of a one-dimensional character. Would you say Mr. Fuji? Mm, that's a tough one to say Mr. Fuji. Miss Elizabeth. She is a manager. She is. She was a manager. She was a manager. She would be a second... She would be. I would say there is your close second. There is that. That would be your close second. All right, now we're going to commentary. Greatest commentary of all time. Okay. Yes. Specified team. Yeah, yeah. Commentary team. Okay. Team. I would have to say, Ian. Early to mid nineties, <coughs> WCW, Mike Tenay. Tony Schiavone, and Eric Bischoff. That is a good three-man team right there. WWE should take note of that's how it's done. You got the professor, Mike Denae, who knew every wrestling hold. Not being a wrestler, knew every single wrestling hold and could call a match that way. Tony Schiavone, who was a sports announcer, who, who called it like a sporting event. And you had Eric Bischoff, who was the one telling the stories. Yeah. So that's a perfect team right there. Yeah. I think I know who you're picking. <laughs> who? Are you going to pick good old JR, Jim Ross, and the King Jerry Lawler from WWE? I would have to go with their counterparts, WCW's counterparts, uh, yeah. to the Monday yeah. Night Wars of mm-hmm. JR and Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for those guys, yeah. the, like, the, the storylines of the ring would not play out. Because when those storylines weren't happening, who was the ones talking? Yeah. Well, just seeing some of the stuff, too, that JR did by himself. That's why I'm saying he's he's the greatest commentator of all time. Oh, yeah. He's done wrestling events doing it by himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he has done it with Matt Stryker, too, Yeah. on occasion. Mario Rinaldi is another one who has um, been doing it by himself, too, or has yeah. been doing it for years. Now we go into the main event. The super heavyweights. These are guys over what? What's <coughs> Steven? 
50, over 300 pounds? Okay. Over 300 pounds is considered super heavyweight. Okay. Hey, Ian, I'm considered super heavyweight. Yeah, I'm even, considered a heavyweight. Even though so. I'm 300 and like three pounds. It doesn't matter. I'm still a super heavyweight. You could be 205 and like almost at 206. Yeah. But you're still 205 live, though. No, no, you, no, you'd be two. If you're close to 206, you're 206. You're over 205. You'd be 205.0. No? Yeah. No? Yeah, you do. You know, you could be two. You could be two hundred five point nine, with the weight, and still be two hundred five left. Okay, okay, we're super um, heavyweights. We're super heavyweights. I would have to say, in someone who revolutionized what it means to be a super heavyweight, <coughs> God rest his soul, Leon White. It's time. It's time. It's Vader yeah. time. Yes, yeah. Big Van Vader. There was a man. Who could move in that middle of that ring? Speaking of another big man. A Vader bomb. Oh, God. It, it, it's not just a sit-down move like you saw Yokozuna did. No. It was like a belly splash. Like, he goes out the second row, bounces, and then belly splashes on the guy. Yeah. That Another big guy who's reminiscent of that in my mind? Bam Bam Bigelow. The, yeah. Yeah. Another guy who flew off the top rope and it would actually take your arm, take you and like almost tackle you from up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ian. You're super heavyweight. Oh, this is this one's tough for me. It, it is a tough one. There's so many of them. Uh-huh. But I would have to say super heavyweight. Superman? No. Mark Henry. Okay, Mark Henry. Interesting choice. Yes, Mark Henry. Why? It's more about the later stuff in his career. Okay. But okay. He's, he's, an amba- he's an ambassador now mm-hmm. for that, for a lot of stuff. And uh, just the fact seeing him having, I'd say he's like a taker and he can, he changed with the times. Yeah. With sexual chocolate. Mm-hmm. Was. World's strongest man. World's strongest man. Became Kool-Aid man. Um, House uh, Hall of Pain. Hall of Pain. Yeah. And all this. And plus, not to mention, he's also a gold medalist. He is. For the World Strongman competitions. And deadlifting. Yes. And powerlifting. Yes. So. so, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you weren't a relatively newer guy. Okay. Uh, understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. Now, we're going to heavyweight. <coughs> the one that's a wide open range of. Yes. Wrestler. This is everyone from, like, the Hulk Hogan's to, you ready for this? Yeah. Christian. That's a, yeah, Christian's yeah. deemed in the weight class of heavyweight. Yeah. So, that expand, that spans a whole lot of people. Yeah. I would have to say, I'm shocked, and I'm shocked for super heavyweight, you didn't go Undertaker. I'm shocked about that. Yes, I would have went Undertaker, but well, it's what Mark Henry d- does outside yeah. the ring. Yeah. We don't know what Taker does outside the ring. Oh, we do. He bangs Michelle McCool. <laughs> Besides that. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but um, so heavyweight. This is a tough one. I already know mine, if you want me to do mine. Yeah, do yours, Ian. I'm going to hate myself for saying this. Okay. But John Cena. 
Rapido. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Why? He is the face of WWE now. He is. Even when he came in and read the Ruth, start of the Ruthless Aggression era, end of the Attitude era, mm-hmm. he was still the face of the company. Yes. He is basically the modern day Hulk Hogan. He is. He is the modern day Hulk Hogan. He is. So, Which is a great segue because my choice is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, look at that. It's, it's Hulk Hogan, the greatest of all time. The guy who transcended, the first guy to ever transcend wrestling. Yes. Guy who became so big, he's synonymous with, like, you just say Hulk Hogan, people know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's just not just a wrestler. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like Dwayne Johnson. See, Dwayne Johnson, people know him as an actor. Would you say The Rock? Oh, yeah, I know The Rock. Yeah, he's my, he's him and, for me, him and John are interchangeable. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. why I didn't say The Rock. Mm-hmm. I, I said that, too. Okay, light heavyweight. This is a this is a harder category because this almost deems it to the cruiserweight realm. This is like 206. CM Punk. This is like 206 weight class. This is from like, (coughs) let's say, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, Let's say like Adam Cole is 206. Okay. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Two. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy's a former light heavyweight champion himself. So So is Chris Jericho. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. So, Ian, (laughs) the greatest light heavyweight of all time. I I have have to say just three things. Yeah. He lied. He cheated. He stole. Chavo? Eddie. Okay. Eddie. (laughs) Eddie Guerrero. Oh, Honestly, I, I would put their family down here. The no matter family. what. No matter what. Hector, Eddie, Chavo, Chavo Jr. Yeah. I would put them all down here because they're all light heavyweights. Ju- uh, Chavo Jr. might have transcended into cruiserweight realms a little bit there. Yeah. But that's where the cruiserweight realms back in the day were like still light heavyweights. Oh, yeah. Because the WWE had the light heavyweight, <laughs> and then there was the cruiserweight division on WCW. So it was kind of two different ones. Yeah. But yeah, I would, I would. Oh, Eddie would. Eddie's a good one. Yes. Another one, for me, I would have to say. He is the goat himself. He is officially a ten-time Intercontinental Champion, winning his latest title in New Japan. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Dude, the list as st- was started in the early '90s and is still going on to today in 2018. Yeah. Who who remembers him saying in the middle of the ring, talking about three handled moss covered friendly credenzas? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I do that. too. He's feud with Dean Malenko, where Dean Malenko had to dress up as Halloween six 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 in order to get a shot at get Chris Jericho into the cruiserweight title. He was a guy who was deemed too small who who was who started in the cruiserweight thing, but goes on because of his charisma into main event status. Remember one of the four members of the Radicals coming in? Yeah. Well, one of the five members of the five Radicals, members, if, you, yeah. if, if you consider it that way. But, I mean, even the Radicals. You had Dean Malenko, who was deemed a light heavyweight, who was in a cruiserweight thing. It wasn't like any other cruiserweights. He never flipped around. He never did any high-flying moves. Yeah. He was ground and pound. Oh, yeah. Th- there's another great right there in the realm of that. So now here we go, Ian. Cruiserweight. 
This is everyone 205 and below. Okay. This includes everyone from like Rey Mysterio to, believe it or not, Finn Balor. Yeah. 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 So, Ian, for mine, I have to I have to go with uh, the obvious one, Rey Mysterio. Okay. Just because of how much of a career he's had, all the way from starting in Mexico, going into WCW, ECW even. Yeah. Um, and going into WWE, here was a guy who, like Chris Jericho, was always deemed a cruiserweight. Coming yeah. into the WWE, a lot of fanfare around him was the cruiserweight. Yeah. But got a huge push and carried it into multiple world championship runs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Ray Mysterio. Yeah. A guy who not only could sell you masks, but, yeah. Is also your cover athlete for yeah he is cover cover athlete and pre and pre order bonus and I believe Ronda Rousey will also be a pre order bonus for that game too probably yeah more than likely yep for two for WWE two K nineteen by two K Sports but anyways he revolutionized what it meant to be a cruiserweight yes took it took it from what was lucha libre or luchador style. Down in Mexico and made it mainstream here in America. Lucha, lucha, lucha. Okay, yeah. Ian, what about you? You're probably gonna, you're probably gonna, like, why him? No, no, you're not gonna do that. It's, it's obviously Ray Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. I definitely say well, I was gonna come up with some clever person like uh, Psychosis. Why not? Why not? But yeah, but no, but Ray. Ray. Right? Yeah. Well, because you, you think of every cruiserweight that's ever been there. You think of every, every cruiserweight you think of. The only one besides Rey Mysterio that comes to mind is Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. Is, um... <laughs> I, I mean, there's a guy there who revolutionized, who, who brought over Japanese. Takamichi Noku yeah. brought over the Japanese style here to America. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing, no one, though. Rey Mysterio has become a household name. <coughs> People know Rey. Yeah. They know just by looking, oh, that's Rey Mysterio. Like, look at their thing to say Rey Mysterio's coming. They had everyone wearing a Rey Mysterio mask and taking it off, saying something about Rey. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, Bobby Roode, Charlotte, Asuka. AJ. AJ, The Miz. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't do that with anyone else. No. No. So these were ours. Ian, do you think of any category we might have missed? Oh, greatest of all time, inanimate object. <laughs> that goes to Moppy. Not head? Ugh. What does everybody want? Cheese. Head cheese. Yeah. No, the urn. <coughs> it would have to be Undertaker's urn. Yeah. No, no, no. Triple H is still a champion. No. Jim Cornette's tennis <laughs> racket. There we go. <laughs> no objectors guitar. No. Mr. Fuji Sword. Me, cha- No. no. No, you're not saying you're on the channel. <laughs> <coughs> a casket. Stings bad. Uh, stings bad. I mean, we can. Greatest of all time match. Um, um, um. Caskets. Punjabi no, prisons. No, that's Judy Bagwanum forklift match. That's a great match. Judy, no, you mean yeah, Judy Bagwanum forklift match. That was the greatest oh, match of ever. Wow, late WCW. Gotta love it. 
That was a great although, time. although he, here's what we're going to do. We did forget one, Ian. Yeah. We're, uh, greatest of all time, promotion. Okay. This could be current, something that's going currently. Obviously, it has to be something going currently because they are still in existence. If it wasn't going currently, it wouldn't be deemed the greatest. Okay. I, I mean, I know we both want to say WCW during those 82 weeks. and Yeah. Because yeah, we were WCW guys through and oh, through. Yeah. Before... Before they were bought out by the WWE, but honestly, today there's a lot of other ones too. What would be the greatest of all time promotion, Ian? NWA. You're, you're saying NWA, okay? NWA. Still around, still, still in territorial mode. They need to go global. Honestly, they need to branch off and go team up with Pro Wrestling Noah, yeah, or New Japan. To go out there and create the NWA name overseas, <laughs> and then they will be a force with the WWE. Speaking oh. of force with the WWE, I'm not going WWE as the greatest of all time. I'm going New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Here's a company that just went into American soil now and drew numbers like WWE events could. Yeah. Their first time on American soil. You had the likes of Cody Rhodes. There. You had Chris Jericho there. You have some up-and-comers who WWE are even looking at, like the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Yeah. This is the thing that rejuvenized AJ Styles career after TNA. Yeah. It was that place that got AJ Styles to the WWE. Yeah. I do know the one thing we can add to this. That's the one that gave us Anderson Gallows. That's the one that gave us the Bullet Club. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. It's the one that gave us the Bullet Club. Yeah. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> That's the best promotion. The greatest of all time promotion, in my opinion. Yes, Ian. Oh, yeah. what's, what else do we forget? Greatest era. Ooh. Wrestling. Yeah, greatest era. Attitude. I'm, I'm biased. I grew up in it, attitude era. It's, it's attitude era. Even though, yeah. the, even though now, the now era is the, independ- the independency now. And a few years ago, what a few years ago was on fire, but now it's exploding everywhere because yeah. of All In coming up, which is the biggest indie promo, indie event happening. But it's like, okay, indie wrestling is out there, but yeah, it'd have to be the Attitude Era. Attitude Era, Bros. Likes, Stone Cold, Rock, the NWO, Sting, DDT. the Money, the Money Night Wars. It's like yeah. that has to be the one of the. One of the greatest, if not the greatest era of all time in professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and that's really, oh, it is open to interpretation because everyone's it is. different. It is. But it's not like NBA. If you say, what's the best era in the NBA? Everyone's going to say, well. It was between, the, it was the year James Naismith invented the game. That was the greatest era well, ever. No, people say that. People say it was Bill <laughs> Russell's era. It's Buddy Jordan's era. I know. I but know. here, the undisputed era is literally. The Undisputed the, Era. No. Bebe! Uh, yeah, see? See what I did there? Bebe! But no, but... <clears throat> Roger Chung? No. It's... Yeah, it's... Cal, Cal just, because of, just because of... You had two big commotions of just going at each other's oh, throats. Yeah. And guys jumping ship for both... Oh, yeah. For both areas. Oh, yeah. Rick Rude jumping over the next night to... In, to um Nitro. Oh, yeah. Six jumping ship joining DX, even. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking... Oh, Chris Jericho jumping ship. That, by far, was 
the biggest one. You're like, what is this Y2K thing? And then all of a sudden, this, this countdown to the millennium, and it became yeah. the Y2J countdown. You're like, what? And this is before you had internet. Oh, internet yes. was still relatively new. So this, so you knew nothing about the debut. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was nothing about the debut. No spoilers. No camera phones to do it. Yeah. You were at that show, and then you told people when you came home what happened. Yeah. That's by far the best. The best. Yeah. Yeah, did we miss anything? Did we leave anything off? Who are your guys' favorite? Who do you guys claim is the greatest of all time? Let us know. Tell us on Twitter. Tell us on yep. Facebook. Tell us down in the comment section of our YouTube when this is posted on YouTube. Tell us who you guys think is the GOAT of all time in professional wrestling in these categories we did. Daniel Bryan is literally a GOAT. <laughs> he is. He looks like one. Yeah. If you've seen Birdie, she has a beard too. Just saying. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. But anyways, this one is an early one because we just our wrestling rebooking was two hours, so we thought we would give you guys a shorter one in to make up for it. Yes. So it's only thirty minutes. I mean, it's not that much shorter than what we normally do. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Graydon. I'm Ian. And this is the comprehensive list of geekdom. This has been The Clog.